Welcome to the Build Your Personal Brand podcast. I'm super excited to announce that today we have an expert guest, Darren Sewell from Suspended Animation. Darren is a leader across three applications, photography, podcasting, and social media. And I'm very happy to report that we've just wrapped up our conversation and Darren was extremely generous in sharing the tips and strategies that have helped him build his podcast up to over 200 episodes and exactly what you can do to launch and grow a podcast in 2024, the importance of photography and how it helps establish your personal brand brand and that first impression online and a ton of social media tips to help you grow your social media following audience and client space in 2024. Let's dive straight into my conversation with Darren. Welcome, it's great to have you uh, tuning in from Sydney. Oh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You do incredible work, Darren, across photography, podcasting, social media strategy. Tell me about Suspended Animation. Well, it's a, a business that's kind of evolved in parts over time. The name comes from my uncle, actually. He always used to use the word suspended animation, you know, when someone was doing something and they were like frozen in motion or frozen with some decision, he said, oh, suspended animation. So I thought, oh yeah, that's a great idea and a great term that I always remembered. And I started work as a Photographer. So I thought, what a great name for photography business because photography is really suspended animation. So that's where the name came. And I started off as a photographer. And then at a certain point in my journey, I realized that I had to learn how to market properly. I had to learn how to do different things to get business, to, to develop business, to find clients, yellow pages and Google ads and whatnot wasn't working as well as it used to. So I thought, you know what? I stumbled onto digital marketing in this whole new world of social media and digital. And I just dived right in and I started doing lots of work in the social media space as well as in the podcast space. And so I've just become obsessed with both podcasting and digital marketing. And so I've brought in those arms to the business and now suspended animation is pretty much a three-pronged marketing attack photos, social and podcasting. It's kind of just evolved over time. Amazing, mate. And how did it all get started? Was there like a young Daz, I can call you Daz on the <laughs> podcast, that was always had a curiosity about going into business, a creative side, and you sort of intuitively went down that path? Or was there another series of events that led you to, to where you are today? Yeah, I think, look, I always loved photography. I did photography at school and then I left it for ages and then I came back to it about 10, 12 years ago and bought a kid camera, did some courses and I just really fell in love with it again. And it just... I became obsessed and it just hooked me and then everything just grew from there. Just a constant evolution and now I'm adding in all the, and you know, it's not just about analog photography anymore because it's it's all digital, but then there's all the extra stuff that bundles on top. You know, there's so much in terms of technology, in terms of tools, in terms of branding and imaging. So it just became a really, it became really a lot of common sense to put those three things together and they just work really well, I think. Yeah. And the landscape. What you're saying there moves so quickly. Absolutely. Regardless of where the lane is that you start. So what have you found have been some of the biggest challenges that you've had to face on your journey? I would say just keeping ahead or keeping abreast of all the technology and all the tools available and just the way to do things. Because as soon as you think you've mastered one part of something, everybody's doing it a different way or there's a whole new set of tools that make it look even better or make it a bit more efficient or change your workflow. So just constantly keeping up with all the gear and the technology available to help you do what you do. That's a huge challenge. And then of course, just from a general marketing point of view, attention, getting enough people to know you and what you do. That's the trick in, the, in this day and age because there's so much noise and there's so much competition and there's so much content around that 
for people to get to know you, you've got to do a lot of work. I think for personal brands too, photography is a, a great topic because mm. it plays a very important role in, in my opinion. Do you want to elaborate on the role that the work you do in photography plays for people like myself and the clients that we work with that are yeah, very much a personal brand product in what they absolutely, do? Absolutely. Like I think a good photo or a good video, I kind of put them together because they're still kind of similar mediums. In, in for branding, they can make or break you. If you don't have a photo or a video that actually looks like you and it's true to you and your style, it's not going to do you any any benefit. It's not going to do you any good. Your branding is everything these days. You know, marketing is marketing and branding is seven is ninety percent perception. Yeah. Know? So it's how people perceive you that allow them to actually give you a ring or maybe go and do some research further before they give you a ring and book you or do, you know, apply to work with you. So if your branding isn't on point, you're going to be losing a lot of potential customers and a lot of potential business because it's not good enough to just have a logo and just some kind of a screenshot. People want to know more. They want to know who is the person behind the brand. They want to see the person, who's talking. They want to hear them. They want to feel them. They want to get a sense of who they are. And that's why all these things like podcasting and vlogging and content in general makes such a difference to building that trust factor and credibility before people even say, all right, I'm going to, I like this person. They resonate with me. I'm going to do, I'm going to work with them. So brand, I mean, it all starts from how, what you look like. You've really got to make sure that your branding from a photo and video point is absolutely spot on. That's such an important point. It really is the first impression that you make in this day and age, because it's very much a digital world. If someone was considering revamping and redoing their professional photos, what are some tips to prepare and get the best out of that when they go into a session? Already there's a lot of talk about AI with photos and all this kind of stuff, but I don't think we're quite there yet. And I think from a photo point of view, it's very, very good to engage a professional photographer that is going to work with you and you're going to have a relationship with that person in the session and they're really going to get the best out of you because it's a journey. Doing a photo shoot is a journey. It's not about put your clothes on, set the lighting, five shots and all right, off you go, I'll see you later on. It's It could take an hour, it could take an hour and a half. Costume changes, lighting changes, change of position, change of expression, making them feel comfortable, having a look at photos and then discussing which one they like and which one they don't like and then let's do more of that. It's a whole process, it's a whole journey and you've got to have a professional photographer that's going to dedicate a bit of time with you to do it properly and you also can't be in a hurry. You've got to just say, oh, I'm going to block out a week, an hour and a half, two hours and I'm going to get some good photos done and just go on the journey and then you'll come out with some amazing images. But you, you've got to thinking about it in the right way. It's not a quick, you know, five-minute job. Do it properly. You know, spend the money, get a proper pro- a photographer that you're going to resonate with, that you trust, that you like their work maybe, that you can, you know, test out some of their past work and go on the journey with them. And then you're going to have some incredible images that are going to sell you and do justice to your brand. That's a really good point because if you don't, do the prep, don't have the journey, yep. you're going to end up with a very different outcome than what you may actually want to portray That's right. for your brand. So what do you usually give to a client prior to doing a shoot with you to help them get exactly what they want out of the process? Yeah, so I would say always get a sense of what their website looks like, get a sense of what kind of color palette they like, get a sense of maybe some past photos, maybe get a sense of their personality. And then I would give them some tips on maybe a few different costume style changes, what to prepare for the session in terms of just what to expect. In other words, come on the journey with me, relax, don't double park and race in for five minutes. 
park properly, get there and be ready to spend an hour and a half and go through the journey with me. And of course, you know, show me any examples of photos they like or they want they see in their vision that they want to portray on their website. And then we might end up with something similar or something a little bit different, but it'll still be a starting point. You know, so any preparation on either side is going to be useful. You know, the thing with photography is photography is part science, part art, part magic. And the magic just happens with photography. You cannot control it. And that's what you have to just accept as a gift later on. So if you go on the journey and you do the process, the magic will happen. And those photos that are magical, you might not have dreamed of or you or might have been exactly what you thought of. But either way, you just got to wait for it to happen. And then you say, that's the one. Those are the shots. I guess if we pivot a little bit away from photography and also if you're based in Sydney, reach out to Darren because he can certainly guide you if that's been in the back of your mind. New year, fresh look, updating the branding. One thing that really impressed me was when I stumbled across the Playing with Perspective podcast, the Suspended Animation podcast. The fact that you had over 200 episodes produced is an incredible accomplishment. Anyone that's been on the podcasting path will understand the significance of that. (laughs) So tell me about the podcast, how that got started and came about. Yeah. I mean, I love podcasting. I think it's just a lot of fun. I love it for a few reasons, but I started just getting into it again, just for branding purposes and building a persona, building some credibility around me and my brand. And I didn't even talk a lot about photography. I just made it a very generic podcast, but I chose the title as playing with perspective because perspective is a very photographic term. We use that in photography a lot, but it's also a very generic philosophical term and it can be used in many perspectives as well. And that's why I love the term because it just allowed me to talk to anybody about anything and just get draw out the gold from different people and their knowledge and their journeys along the way. But I love podcasting because it, and you know this because this is exactly what you do as part of your business, as part of your service, is that for me, it is one of the absolute best ways to get content in spades just from one good podcast episode. So it gives you content in absolute galore, but it also gives you credibility, branding, trust. And if you go on a podcast journey, people are not ready to go on a podcast journey themselves, talk to someone like you, gauge them, do a couple of sessions, and then you've got lots of content. But if you really want to take the next step, start your own podcast, and then it really 10Xs everything that you could think of, because you're going to have so much content. And I also love it because, especially if you have a guest, it brings you variety. If I'm just there talking about me and my service all the time, it's dead boring. But if I bring on a guest and we have conversations about different things, it's not just me selling my service or product. It's, it's just people getting to know me as a person through the conversations about other things. And that leads to business organically and by osmosis anyway. You don't have to be selling your services constantly. So I just think podcasting as a medium is only going to get stronger and it it is getting stronger. It's forecasted to skyrocket and the technology is getting easier and easier to use and better quality and it's very low cost. And I just think a podcast strategy as the basis of your marketing content strategy is the absolute be all and end all right now. What's interesting, and I'm sure you're across the stat, that 90% of people that start podcasts, they're done by episode three. And there's all that upside that you just mentioned. What do you think are some tips, whether that's mindset or strategically, to help people that want to start a podcast not be one of those statistics and actually follow through with the podcasting journey? As I mentioned, it is amazing and it brings incredible results, but it's not easy. Like You've got to put in the work. So if you want a quick fix and you're not prepared to do the work, don't bother. 
on it. You're better off getting on other people's podcasts. Even if you want to do a similar type of thing and try and get on a podcast a week from somebody else and get the footage, probably a much better way to do it. Or do something like what people would do with you is to engage with your services and get some of the podcast for you and put all the content together. But if you really want to go down the journey of putting your own podcast together, you've got to dedicate yourself for the long haul. It's going to be a journey. It's going to be fun. It's going to be creative. You've got to learn a lot about technology, about digital, about editing, about all sorts of stuff. But it's not something that you can do three times and think you've got to have incredible results. You've got to do the work. It takes a good six or 12 months before you'll see any benefit at all. You've got to enjoy the process and you've just got to be patient. You can't give up after three episodes. <laughs> a very, very uh, true point. And it's always fast, I'm fascinated because I do see people in my network say I'm starting a podcast and literally had that experience of do two or three episodes and then it's done. Yeah. Now that you're well, over 200 episodes, what can a podcast achieve for personal brands? It's absolutely infinite, the different opportunities that can come from a podcast. I mean, first and foremost, you've got to get a lot of credibility and trust for whatever it is you do, simply because people just get to know you. And you might every now and again talk about something or give some insight into what you do and your services, but it's not about selling. It's just about having fun. So that already builds brand. It's going to bring you content, as I mentioned, in spades, which everybody's going to need more and more of in the future. It's going to establish you as a thought leader in your field. So if someone's going to look at me as a photographer versus someone else and I have a podcast with 200 episodes and they might listen to one or two and the other person has nothing nine times out of ten they're going to call me simply because they just there's just more to it there's more dimension there's more depth to my, my whole service and my whole and my whole credibility then you're going to get asked to speak potentially at different events and different do workshops and keynote speeches. You can build some real credibility. You can maybe write a book. You can, you know, there's so much extra branding and collaboration that come from when you put yourself out there for that period of time and you dedicate yourself to building a body of work. And then all those people that you meet along the way, all your guests are going to become potential referrers, potential clients, potential customers. So I can just go on and on and on and on. There's, there are that many benefits if you just put in the work to stick with the journey and stick with the strategy and not give up. You just touched on a really big gold nugget there that you invite guests on, but there's that collaborative aspect on the business side. So you get someone on, they need photos or they know someone that needs photos. All of a sudden you've expanded the network. So maybe touch on that a little bit. What's your experience been with the business growth just through having guests and chance meetings on the show? How's that propelled your business forward? Yeah, great. I mean, I've been asked to do keynote speeches, with friends and, and contacts of guests on my on my podcast that knew someone that was putting up a whole new conference and they needed a speaker about podcasting. So I went and did that. I get to collaborate with people and do joint ventures with putting, I'm just about to launch a video recorded training course that I did in conjunction with another great trainer that came on my podcast. So there's all these extra business benefits and revenue that comes through just because I've been collaborating and building relationships with all these great people that do all these great different niche services and products. I'm sitting here just going, if someone that I know is in Sydney wants photos now that I'm just going to go talk to dad, it's like, I'm just sitting here thinking about that right now. So for the listeners who haven't considered that aspect of how it can grow the business side of, of what they're doing just by having conversations with guests, which is a really simple podcast model. There's food for thought from someone that's been doing this for quite an extended period of time. So thanks for sharing that one. That's, that's awesome. And the other one, just to jump in, the other one yeah. that's really um, fascinating is say you, you're working in a particular area and it's really hard to get through to your prospects and customers 
or potential customers can't get through on the phone. The secretary doesn't let you in. They won't answer emails. They won't answer LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. If you somehow get a message to say, come on my podcast, we want, we want to invite you to come on the show. Nine times out of 10, they'll say, sure. And then you can build a relationship with that person. And now you've got access that you never had before. So it's a great way to get access to people that you cannot normally get access to. That's a big eye-opener for people that want a new way, a new perspective at, yep. at looking at things. That's amazing. What about the someone's early doors and they're just leaning into to podcasting? What is some tech that they can have just to get started and get their podcast Easy. up and running? In the old days, it was much more expensive. You had to have an audio engineer. You had to have a videographer. You had to have all these technology. Nowadays, you can buy a mic like what I've got here on a boom arm for a couple of hundred dollars or what you've got for a couple of hundred bucks. Plug it straight in. You have a couple of ring lights, which are $40, $50 from Kogan or wherever. JB Hi-Fi. You've got your laptop camera or a little Logitech. And that's all about three, dollars $400 in total. And then you've got all this free software like YouTube, which is going to be great to host your video podcast. And if you want a great product to host your audio podcast, I would say use a product called Spotify for Podcasters. It used to be called Anchor, but it's been bought by Spotify and it's probably still one of the best products for people who want to just get up and running. It's free. You can have all your interludes and and intros and outros all recorded in there, music, everything, and you just plug and play and, you know, move things across and it's free. So you know, you can set, set up your podcast in no time, spend very little money, and then it's just about you to do the work. Amazing. What about frameworks? If someone's not sure how to go about putting an episode together, how to structure it to get started, do you have any tips around frameworks to deliver an engaging show when you're starting out? Yeah. I, I generally like to think about anything anything artistic and an episode or a conversation is form of art for me as well. It has to have a strong beginning, has to have a, a solid body, and it has to have a nice finish, like a piece of music, just like a book, just like an essay, et cetera, et cetera. And a conversation is exactly the same. So I always like to start off strong and have a nice intro that I've pre-prepared, that I go into the conversation and that I finish off strong. So I think of it in that in that journey, like strong intro, body and strong finish. But within that, I would also have a very little a little strategy for how I conduct the conversation. And what I like to do is I like to start wide and then I like to go narrower and narrower and narrower and narrower as the conversation continues. So like what you've done here, we've started off very broad. Just tell me a bit about your brand. Tell me a bit about the journey. And then we're drilling into the details and the nuts and bolts and the strategies of the actual service or product that the person executes. And then the other thing that I would love to do is I also like to ask my guests sometimes to tell a story. Give us an example of when this happened or when that happened. And a bit of storytelling can kind of break up the conversation from just being very technical and fact-based to, you know, a bit of a bit of left brain storytelling, imagery, and that can be nice too. So not, not every episode, but sometimes it's nice, you know, if you're working with a, say it's a coach that does hypnosis, you can say, all right, tell us a story about when you might have taken someone that had a habit, they, had, they wanted to break it. Tell us about that whole journey and, and what were the results. And then they go on the journey with you. Well, this person was addicted to smoking. And then they, we did a few sessions and by the end of it, now they haven't smoked for four, five years or whatever. So you, you go on a bit of a journey and you put a bit of a personal touch to the whole thing. That's really, really useful. And yeah, think about it in those terms. Yeah, I know that when I've spoken to people, that 
is one area where they do get stuck. Like, mm-hmm. how do I bring an episode together? Yep. And they get in their heads about that process and it almost paralyzes them into inactivity and not moving forward. Yep. So you've got it right there, the perfect framework and some ideas to getting started. And I think the key is just get started and, and get better as you go. As started. And also prepare your episode, like prepare the framework, send the framework to the guest. So then you both know where you're, where you're, where you're meant to be. And it's, of course, fine to have an organic conversation and take it off in a tangent, but then you always know how to come back because you know what you're trying to achieve. If you just turn on the camera and the mic and just say, let's talk, it's going to be a big mess. Absolutely. It's going to be an absolute mess and you're going to go from all over the place and it's going to have no flow. So you need a flow, just like I said at the beginning, it's got to have a, a nice journey to it. And one thing that will help people on the other side of their podcast that you've become quite renowned for is Penn Step, I guess, strategy for getting noticed on social media. So do you want to share a few little pieces of gold from that 10-step process, which I saw, which is incredibly valuable? Well, I mean, everybody can always jump on my website. All the 10 steps are there, but I'll just kind of talk about things in general. I think, you know, from a social media point of view, the first thing to think about is always try and give people more of the time, some kind of information or value for them. That's not a promotion or a sales pitch for you. It's getting better these days, but a lot of people still do more selling than marketing. You know, I I call selling promotion and marketing is more building credibility and building brand. So if you can try and Whatever you're doing in social media, think about what's in it for my my viewer, what's in it for my audience, not what do I get out of it. That's the first step. And then try and use as many types of forms of content as you can. Keep things varied and fresh. Otherwise, things get really boring. So that's why I love podcasting again, because it'll give you audio content, video content, graphic content, written content. You can turn it into a cartoon, into an, an audiogram. You know, the, the sky's the limit. And then you start to build a bit of a journey around your content. And every day you do something a bit different. So the audience doesn't get bored. Ah, same thing every day. You know, try and do something a bit different. Keep hitting them from different angles. And then once you're getting really good at that, you might want to start monetizing that a little bit, throwing a bit of marketing budget towards it. And you don't have to spend a lot of money, but these days on Facebook, you can still do incredibly well with $5 a day. And if you just think about your campaign, but then again, like a lot of the times I would do a campaign, I get a lot of views, but not a lot of conversion. So you've got to be thinking about, all right, where am I sending them? Is the product or service viable? So there's a whole journey and a whole science and art behind that as well. But that's kind of fun and something that you can play with when you start to get better just creating content in general. So there's a few ideas, but you know, there's, and then you just rinse and repeat the same process all the time, thinking about it from that framework. Any tips that stand out maybe from the personal brand perspective when it comes to a social media strategy, probably different to say a business that yeah, hides behind a company name and, and a logo versus someone that is front facing on social media for themselves any tips for them specifically yeah absolutely great i mean i think you know if you can use a personal brand even if you're from a company you can still kind of build in a personal brand or behind the scenes personal insight into who the head of the company is or whatever it is you do in the company because otherwise you don't want to be hiding behind the company logo you you want to give your audience more but from personal branding point of view the more stuff that you can do showing your face showing your behind the scenes, kind of like documentary type stuff, little snippets, video, little little, little graphics, little screenshots, whatever you can do to keep putting your journey out into the world and what you believe in and what you stand for and maybe some testimonials or some other podcast episodes, but just keep on putting your brand and your authenticity out there rather than hide behind a logo or a, a bland 
graphic because people want more these days. It's not enough. Like Coca-Cola was built in the t- in the years of logos. I don't think you could build Coca-Cola the same way now if all you had was a Coke sign. You need much more than that. Yeah, I, I agree. And in, in the business sense too, people want to do business with people. Yep. And the people inside companies. So you can make the argument that even if you're employed, that you can also build up a brand inside your industry based on your role. And that will probably have a huge impact on your future career as well. Absolutely. I think, you know, it's really important to think about that. It's it's a new world now. It's human to human. It's person to person. We all want to connect personally, whether it's on Zoom or on telephone. You don't want that layer in front of you where you don't get to know somebody. People don't trust anymore without knowing who you are. That's a beautiful point. And I'll leave a little space. It's called the freestyle section. So I'm not going to ask you to run into a swimming pool and start doing that. But <laughs> is there anything that you've observed or anything that you want to share that would be that you feel is relevant to this conversation or to, to the audience? Yeah, I would just encourage people to think about podcasting as a really strong strategy for marketing and for content. A lot of people don't They still don't think about podcasting in terms of content. They think, oh yeah, let's get on a podcast and I'm going to get some audience and people are going to call me and and ask and buy my products and services. But still a lot of my guests will come on my show. I give them all the raw footage. I even give them a trailer video and then I never see anything. That's it. It's done. And that to me is such a wasted opportunity. If people can really use the content for marketing purposes for the next six months or three months, that is where the real goal of that podcast episode was, not in the actual 30-minute or 40-minute conversation. It's so much more powerful to use that stuff and leverage the hell out of it for your marketing journey. So think about podcasting as that type of tool. And again, if you don't want to get onto it yourself, just get on a podcast from someone else every week, once a week, and ask them for the footage. And there you go. You got some, you got some stuff to work with. Or call you and you do it all for them, which is amazing. You know, so there's so many options, but think of it as a strategy that is here to be reckoned with because it's only going to get stronger and the need for content is only going to get more and more powerful and it's getting noisier and noisier out there. And if you can't stand out and nobody knows who you are, it's all over. Love it, mate. We're banging the, the same same drum pretty loudly. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of listeners. I know a lot of my audience is, in fact, in Sydney. So they're, they're local to you that I would be encouraging them to get in touch, especially if they're looking to get some photography done or some help in their social media strategy and, and so forth. So, mate, what's the best way to follow, get in touch? I know you've got a few different ways people can go about that. So I'll let you take the floor and share yeah. what the best way to get in contact is. Thank you, mate. Really, really appreciate that. Easy just to jump on my website, which is suspendedanimation.com.au, all one word. And from there, you can link to everything, my podcasts, my social media handles. You can fill out forms. You can ring me. You can SMS me. Whatever the hell you want to do, you can find everything there. And then um, I'd lo- only be too happy to have a chat to anybody who's interested. There's another really good tip in that. Just one simple place that yeah. you can send anyone. So if you are podcasting, you're doing social media, just have, just like Darren's done here, that one place, go there and sort of choose, choose your own adventure. And I'll also put a link in the uh, show notes and bio there. So if you want to go connect with Darren and definitely tune into these podcasts as well. That'll just be there for you to click on and, and get to the resource. Thank you so much for your time, mate. It's been a great conversation and there's so much to take away from the chat that we've just had. Mate, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I really, really, it's so, so nice to be able to jump on a call and have a conversation about what you're passionate in with someone else that's passionate about the same thing. So it's been a lot of fun and uh, really thank you for letting me come on the show and I uh, hope everybody has a great day.